Jeremiah 3.15, And I will give you pastors according to mine heart, which shall feed you with knowledge and understanding. Welcome to the podcast of the Kadesh Family Church, Newark Branch, a place where Jesus resides. Our main goal and purpose is to provide the solid foundation of Bible-based teachings for our day-to-day living. Preached to you by our residing pastor, Reverend Dr. Charles Osset. We hope you are blessed by the Word of God, and may your life never be the same. Reverend Dr. You know, tell the person standing by you that with you it's not possible. When I look at you, it's not possible. But with God, all things are possible. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I'll tell you. When you come, see, the word of God, you see, when you come to church, you hear the word of God. But the word of God is not only instructional. Okay, the word of God is not only instructional. There's a lot of instructions in the word of God. Instructions and directions, which are very important. But in the word of God is also creativity. Hallelujah. So the word is not only instructional, it also has the ability to create. Hallelujah. So so as you hear the word of God, yes, you're going to receive wisdom. You're going to receive directions. You're going to receive instructions. But in it also, Receive the ability to create so that that which is lacking, that which is missing, will be created because God spoke and it came into being. So, when you come to church, believe in the creative power of the word of God, which is the prophetic part. Hallelujah! So, this afternoon or this morning, also take.
take it that you are here for a prophetic encounter. Which is the prophetic part? Of, that's the prophetic part of God. It creates. I say it creates. He said, let there be and there was. Hallelujah. That's the difference between church and a lecture. You can go for a lecture hall and they'll give you good instructions, but it doesn't create. But here, the part to create is here. I said, the part to create is here. Let that which is missing. Let that which is lacking. Let that which is broken be created in the name of Jesus. By the spoken word. Put your hands together for the Lord and be seated. Please take your seat. Hallelujah. Yeah. That's the difference I want you to make. Hallelujah. Because every time we come to church, it's good to hear the word of God for instructions and directions. But we miss the, the creative part that this word that I'm hearing also can create something in me. Hallelujah. For God said, let there be light. And there was light. Let there be this and there was this. Hallelujah. Amen. So believe God for something to create. Hallelujah. That is, you see, he's called Elohim. Elohim. Or Elohim. That's one of his names, Elohim. Just let me understand, Elohim. That's his name, Elohim. Elohim means he's a creator. Hallelujah. God is not a repairer. Per se. Hallelujah. When you take your car to the mechanic, something is broken and it's being fixed. Hallelujah. But when you come to God, it's not only a fixer. He creates. To create means to bring into existence something that is not there. Hallelujah. So God does not repair your kidney. He creates your kidney. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. God does not repair your heart. He gives you a new heart. That's Elohim. He's a creator. Not a repairer. A repairer means something is broken. The guy is fixing it. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? But when it comes to God, his name, the Bible calls him Elohim. Elohim. It means the creator. Hallelujah. Amen. To create that he brings into existence that's something that is not there. Hallelujah. Amen. So it means that he can create a job for you. Yeah. Somebody received that prophecy. Yeah. I said somebody received that prophecy. He can actually create a job for you. Because he's Elohim. Hallelujah. Amen. It means he can create a husband for you. Yeah. I said he can create a husband for you. Yeah. You better shout amen. Yeah. Because he, when he, the one that he creates is a blessing and added no sorrow. Yeah. Hallelujah. Because yeah. some husbands come with sorrow. Yeah. <laughs> but the one he gives you is a blessing and an added no sorrow. Yeah. Receive a, a husband. Yeah. I said receive a husband. Receive a good wife. Yeah. Brothers, receive a good wife. Yeah. I said receive a good wife. Yeah. Elohim, he creates. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Receive a no sorrow wife. Yeah. <laughs> Michael, nice to see you. I've been following your game, you know. Uh, he, he's a uh, foot, uh, play for Michigan State football. I've been following your game, yeah. So, receive the blessings. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, receive creativity. Some of you may God give you a new mind. 
a new mind. May God create a new mind in you. A mind to think the right way. Yeah. Because your life is made up of your decisions. You are a summation of your decisions. So when your decisions are wrong, you end up being on the wrong side. When your decisions are right, you end up being on the right side. May God create a right mind in you. Hallelujah. You see, we're talking about Elohim. Elohim. That is why he can make Sarah, who naturally is beyond childbearing, have a child. That's what it is. Somebody receive that mercy. Receive that grace. Your womb is not dead. I say your womb is not dead. May the spirit that raised Christ from the dead hit that womb and create a baby. Hallelujah. No, you see, you see, don't, don't, church is not only instructional, it's also creativity. Hallelujah. Amen. The word of God is creative. Hallelujah. Amen. Somebody, I speak the creativity of stability. Amen. You'll be stable. Amen. You'll be stable. Amen. You'll be stable. Amen. I say you'll be stable. Amen. Where you are, God has given it to you. Amen. You'll be stable. I speak to you for a new heart. That irregular heartbeat is gone. Your heart will beat regular. I say your heart will beat regular. Your heart will beat regular in the name of Jesus. Elohim, the creator. Elohim, the creator. Elohim the creator. Elohim the creator. Masokata andali ababa. Jendelika bronika andari ababa. Mizonori ababa fakata. Indeli mama zu umaka. Imeli amamamika andari amama. Sheke fekete ndeli ababa. Mizendeli amama kendali ababa. Ilome majendori amamama kendali ababa. Mizendeli ababa. Mikendoli mama sokotukati amali amama. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. For the power to create. 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 Thank you, Lord. That right now, you are creating a sound mind in somebody. Somebody is receiving a sound mind. No more anxiety. No more restlessness. No more unnecessary worry. A certain peace is coming. Peace beyond understanding. The peace beyond understanding. God is creating it for you. You'll be at peace. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. Elohim. We have had a lot of powerful ministration from dancing, uh, memory verse, word squad. In fact, the guys did very well. You know, when somebody can memorize the verse and not only mem- uh, recite, but give you the verses. See, that, that's accuracy. 13 days, 14 days. Because sometimes you can memorize something, but you learn it like a song. 
So when somebody can give you point by point, that is, that, that is deep. That's impressive. Put your hand together for that. <laughs> I didn't say you win. No. <laughs> I said that was impressive. I didn't say you won. Somebody has the title of three chapters, okay? <laughs> but that was very impressive. Amen. You guys did well. Hallelujah. How to preach salvation. Matthew chapter 25, verse 1 to 13. Matthew 25, 1 to 13. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. Verse 2. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. Please come, come in, bring them in. Let, let my visitors sit down, please, and some of you should just get up. Guys, come and sit here, come and sit here. It doesn't matter. Come and sit in front of you. Some of you guys should let them sit down. Okay, please. And let me preach. And five of them were wise. Yet you can sit in front here. Don't matter. Can you sit on the stage? So that everyone who comes later can sit down. Hallelujah. Very good. You can sit on stage. It's good. Beautiful. Go back again. Let's start. Let's start again, please. One, two. Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps. And went forth to meet the bridegroom. Hallelujah. And five of them were wise. And five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lambs and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lambs. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered, saying, Not so, lest there be not enough for us and you. But go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and, and they that were ready went in with him to their marriage, and the door was shut. Let them come in here, yeah, please. And the door was shut. Afterward came also the other virgin, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Verily I say unto you, I know you not. Watch therefore, for ye, for ye know neither the day nor the hour wherein the Son of Man cometh. Amen. 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 Every time you read the Bible, try and get the context. This is a parable that Jesus spoke. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let me give you the background. Matthew chapter 24 verse 3. Let me give you the background to this story. Matthew 24 3. And as he sat upon the Mount of Olives, the disciples came unto him private. The disciples came unto him privately, saying, "Tell us, when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and the end of the world?" They came to ask him a question. Tell us. And Jesus 
answered and said unto him, Take heed that no man deceive you. So if you have a good Bible, you will see that Jesus was preaching at the Mount of Olives. And the disciples came to ask him, Tell us about the kingdom, about your coming. So then he began to tell them. So if, if you see that, if your, if your Bible is yours, it's a good Bible. From then when Jesus began to speak. And so that's why everything is in red. If you check, it's all red. Do you understand? It's all red. So the whole of 24 downwards is all red. Just all. Because Jesus' words are in red. And it continues on the whole of 24 in red. So Jesus started talking. And then 25, the red continues. So they came to ask him a question. The disciples came to ask him that, tell us, when you are going to come, what the kingdom looks like. So he started began to talk to them. So from there, everything is in red, which is Jesus Christ explaining the kingdom to them. Hallelujah. And verse 20, chapter 25, he says that the kingdom of heaven is like, go back to what I read. The kingdom of heaven, then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened. Hallelujah. In other words, you see, please listen to me carefully. No movement. You have not been to heaven before. You have not been to heaven before. The only person who came from heaven was Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So, he has to explain heaven to us with things that we can understand. Hallelujah. Kisha, nice to see you. You used to be a dancer. Now you have graduated. (laughs) What you were doing? She was the original one, no? Hallelujah. Yeah. So, you understand? You begin to explain that. It's like, for example, I once watched a movie called The Lost Boys of Sudan. If you ever watch it, The Lost Boys of Sudan. And this were like people who were being affected by the, the migration, the slave trade, the, the, the genocide in Sudan. So, so, I think somebody decided to bring them to America. Okay, like some amnesty. To, to bring them to America. So, in the part of the movie, the guy was explaining, asking them uh, about snow. Do you understand? Snow. And so, in America, it snows. You see, but if you are in Sudan, in Khartoum, you don't, you don't know snow. You understand? You don't know what snow is. So, the, so the guy who was directing the movie says, okay, I want to show you what snow looks like. To give you an idea. Because so it snows in the winter. What is snow? So since you are in Hatum and you don't know uh, what snow is, he took them to a deep freezer. You know, the deep freezers. And then they stood inside. And as they stood that the cold and the ice, he said, this is how winter is. Cold and ice. So that the only way you can show somebody in Khartoum what winter is, is to put them in a deep freezer. Like winter is like this. It is cold and ice. That's how winter is. You understand? So he explained to them what winter looks like abroad. In the same way, you and I have not been to heaven before. So anytime Jesus is talking about heaven, he has to use a parable that we understand. Yes. Amen. Amen. And he said that the kingdom of heaven, because the disciples asked him about the kingdom of heaven, and he said the kingdom of heaven is likened unto ten virgins. Hallelujah. So the first thing is that unless you are a virgin, you cannot enter the kingdom. Many are disqualified. <laughs> I didn't say the Bible. I didn't, I didn't read the Bible. You see, the, you see, 
it's an invitation. And so only virgins were invited. The kingdom is likened. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So it means that so far as the kingdom of God is concerned, it is only virgins. Yes, still virgins. Please let me preach. I'm reading the Bible to you. It says, it says the invitation. It means if you are not a virgin, you are not invited. Oh, it's lacking. You see, and there is let me talk about see, there is something about virginity. You said it didn't say it said virginity is purity in the inward part that is not seen. You see, yeah, that's what <laughs> Hallelujah. So, what, 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 you see, because you see, because you see, you cannot look at a woman's face and say she's a virgin. Are you hearing me? There is no way you can look at a lady's face and say, mm, you are a virgin. You can't. You cannot look at anybody's face. <laughs> you can't tell whether they are virgin by their, by their, by their looks. And it didn't say that it's likely to a young woman. Somebody may be young, but not a virgin. Hey. Hey. That is why the Bible said, you see, that is why the Bible says that. And the, is it, and, 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 and talk about Mary, it said that, and the, uh, and the angel came to a virgin, not a young woman. Some people say, and the angel came to, no, it's not a young woman, it's a virgin. Yeah. There's a difference between a young woman and a virgin. Not all young women are virgins. Right. In fact, some old women are virgins. Hey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. I mean, you can't tell. You can't say, you, virgin, you not. You can't tell. I mean, some of you, it's obvious. I mean, if you have a baby on your lap. <laughs> if I see your two children. You see. But over here, I can't tell. But I hope you are. <laughs> Hallelujah. Is somebody hearing me? So, virginity. It's a, it's a requirement to enter the kingdom. And it doesn't change. Purity. And, you know, I don't want to, see, I don't want to ask how many here, how, how many of you have, I don't want to ask that question because I don't want to be depressed. <laughs> if I ask, I can easily be depressed. <laughs> So my wife is saying she didn't ask. And virginity, please don't, don't be angry. I'm reading the Bible. Virginity is still virginity. Virginity means that you have not had sex. Is somebody hearing me? I came to church and look at how the reverend is preaching. Yes, that's what it means. That's what it means. Hallelujah. Amen. And I bet to differ how many here are virgins. I'm not talking about Virgin Atlantic. <laughs> Neither am I talking about Virgin Islands. Nor Virgin Oil. Nor Virgin, pino, nor virgin Pina Colata. I'm talking about virgins. I'm under how many? But the invitation is only for virgins. But you know what? 
You know what? Should I tell you? Yes. You know what? Even those who claim that they are virgins have, and have not slept with any man today, which is good, they are still not virgins. My sister, should I explain to you? Should I explain to you? Do you need an explanation? Jesus said, Jesus said, we're talking about fornication. Jesus said, anybody who has looked at anybody lastfully, lastfully, has already committed fornication in their hearts. And I dare say, is there anybody who has not looked at somebody lastly before? Even those of you who, say, who have not slept with somebody, at least you look at somebody. Especially summertime. Ask you because you are too young. I mean, even those who have not slept with anybody, by definition of Jesus Christ, it says if you look at somebody lustfully, you have already not that you are sleeping, you have already slept. And I dare say there's nobody in this new work church who said that he has not looked at somebody lustfully. Raise up your hand. <laughs> I said, raise up your hand. I say, raise up your hand. Is there anybody here? You have not looked at anybody lastly. But your stomach shows that you are not even a virgin. <laughs> okay, let me be honest. Brothers, is there any brother here who has looked at somebody's lastly before? Brothers, please lift up your hand. Let's be honest. Is there any brother here who has looked at a woman lastly before? Please lift up your hand. Please, you see, you are hypo- all of you are hypocrites. Look at them, look at them. Are, are you telling me you haven't? Honorable man, are you telling me? I'm asking Charles, Charles, no fears. <laughs> Charles, I, I saw. I'm asking, doc, doc, doctor. Since you were born, you haven't looked at anybody last week before. So why aren't you, why aren't you lifting up your hand? <laughs> A certain man is lifting up the hand. The wife said, put your hand down. <laughs> the man is being honest. I said, brothers, I'm asking again. Is there any brother here who has, who has looked at somebody last week before? Please lift up your hand. Brothers. I'm looking around them. See, I see the other lies. I'm talking about brothers. Hey, you are too young. Put your hand down. <laughs> okay, now the brothers. Are, so, brothers, you agree that you have last. Okay, sisters, honestly, is there any sister here who has looked at somebody last week before? You see, you see them. They are lying. 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 I mean, the only person who's not allowed to raise a hand is my wife. Everybody. <laughs> Something happened to me. <laughs> that one, yeah, honestly, something happened to me, so I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. So, 
legends. Hallelujah. Amen. So, and if you look, the Bible says, there is none righteous. No, not one. Hallelujah. So whether somebody has slept with 10 men, or has slept with 15 men, and you have not slept with anybody, but you have looked, you are all the same. Tell the person, we are all the same. Stop the holy hook. We are all the same. That's what it means. You see, I'm talking about Bible. Hallelujah. Are you hearing me? So, so don't go about judging. Because you're also a sinner. You also have lost out of somebody. Whether the person slept with 15 men and you have you have also looked at 15 men lastly. Especially in the summer. On Springfield Avenue. <laughs> So you're all the same. My dear daughter, I've like somebody last me before. Don't say, don't say, say no. Oh, don't depress me. <laughs> say no. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we are all the same. Are you hearing me? Tell you anybody, we are all the same. Yes. But the, but, but the kingdom is only for virgins. So that's why the Bible says, all have sinned. And falling short of the glory. So the only, the only, so all of us need the cleansing of the blood of Jesus. Preach, We need it. It means you. It means you need the blood of Jesus to cleanse you. Otherwise, you cannot stand before God. Otherwise, your clothes cannot be clean. Say, so who are these who are standing before God? These are those who have had their robes washed in the blood of the Lamb. What qualifies you to for the invitation? It's not, it's not who you have slept with or who you have not slept with, but whether you have accepted Jesus Christ, the blood has washed you clean. Amen. That is the qualifier. That is it. Hallelujah. So it doesn't matter whether the person slept with 15 people or 20 people or you slept with zero. We are all sinners. It's the blood that qualifies us. Hallelujah. So in the book of Revelation, he said, who are these? He said, these are those who have had their robes washed in the blood of the Lamb. It's the blood that makes you clean. Hallelujah. But I say unto you, the whosoever looking unto a woman to last after her had already had, had committed adultery with her already. So as you pack your car and the guy pack his car in the parking lot and you check him up and down, that was your fornication. <laughs> Sometimes, it, it, some people even in church, as the pastor will be preaching, they'll be checking the pastor out. Some, 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 sometimes even if the president was, as a girl is singing the president, watch, we see some brothers. That's why I tell the singers to wear a long skirt because you know you have to decrease the fornication rate in the church. No, but you see, he said you have already, hallelujah. So only the blood of Jesus. Listen, the invitation is only for virgins, and there is none righteous, no, not one. So that is why you and I need salvation. We need the blood to wash us. So that in spite of our mistakes, we are still invited to the party. This morning you are being invited. It doesn't matter your background. It doesn't matter what you have done. Tell your neighbor we are all the same. Say we are all the same. Hallelujah. So you have to accept Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Then he says that the kingdom is the kingdom is 
That's how the kingdom is like. So for you to enter the kingdom, it's not only Fred who needs salvation. You also need salvation. I should tell them, we all need salvation. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. And then he said that, shall be like which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. So they all had lamps. All ten had lamps. All ten had lamps. And all ten were invited. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All ten had lamps. And all ten were invited. Which three lamps? And went forth to meet the bridegroom. Continue quickly. And five of them were wise. And five were foolish. The Bible is very interesting. There's always a control group. Don't think you are unique in your problem. There's always a control group. Hallelujah. Because sometimes you try to make excuse for yourself that only me. But it's not only you. Somebody's in the same similar situation. There's always a control group. Five of them were wise and five were foolish. Hallelujah. Continue. They that were foolish, they that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. Hmm. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. It means the difference between the foolish and the wise is what I call extra oil. Extra oil. They were all virgins. They were all pure. But five had extra oil. Listen to me. Why the bridegroom tallied? Five of them slept. Why the bridegroom tallied? Five of them slept. How many slept? How many slept? How many slept? I say, how many slept? They all slumbered and slept. Let me see. I'm talking about this parable has to do with being a Christian and staying a Christian. It has to talk about one being invited, which is a Christian, and two staying a Christian till the bridegroom comes. Because the bridegroom will come again. The kingdom is likened. This parable is a very scary parable for you to know that there's nothing like once a Christian, always a Christian. It doesn't exist. They were all virgins. They were all invited. Some time ago, they were all Christians. But can you stay till they come? The Bible said that while the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. Let me talk about this a little bit. It's not only the five. They all slumbered and slept. It means that your problem is not unique. Whatever you are going through, everybody is going through. The challenge you are going through in your life, you are not the only person. The difficulty you are having, you are not the only person. But you see, what made the difference? You see, what made the difference between the foolish and the wise was the extra oil. Was the extra oil? Was the extra? Wasn't the problem? Wasn't the issue? Wasn't the slumbering? Wasn't the slumbering? They all slept. You are not the only one who has a problem in your marriage. Do you have the extra oil to handle it? Hallelujah! You are not the only. You see, you see, you see. Do you have the? I'm talking about extra oil here. Do you have the extra oil? The extra oil to handle that situation. It's not that you, the situation is unique to you, but do you have the extra oil? 
Oh, Reverend, I can't stand him at all. He's so irritating. He's so annoying. Do you have the extra patience? Extra patience. The one who survived, not that, because, not, not that they didn't have the same problem, but had the extra patience. Reverend, this thing is too difficult. I'm about to quit. The person who is inside, not, he's also going through the same thing, but he has the extra tolerance, the extra patience, something extra. Because stop walking on the edge. You need something extra because the problem will come to everybody. Are you hearing me? Extra oil. What is making you divorce? It's the same problem in somebody's marriage. The reason why they did not work out because they had the extra patience, the extra tolerance, the extra love. I'm talking about the extra oil. The grace. The grace to endure. The grace to continue. Oh, Rev, you know, I have a problem with this girl. You are tempting me. You are not the only brother who's been tempted. Do you have the extra oil of holiness? The extra oil of self-control. I'm talking about extra oil here. Stop living on, stop living on the edge. Oh, things are tough. Is it? Oh, Reverend, I can't afford it. You have the extra oil. You see, stop living on the edge. Your income and your expenditure are on the border. There's nothing extra. That's why you are going down. Extra oil. Look. Do you have, listen to me carefully. Do you have the extra oil of forgiveness? You are not the only person who has been offended. Everybody has been offended. But how come that you cannot forgive? Is that extra oil of forgiveness? That is why Jesus told Peter, asked him, how, how many times should I forgive my friend? He said, 24, 70 times 70. That is how often you have to forgive. That is, you must have extra room of forgiveness in your heart because by all means, people will offend you. So if you don't have extra oil, you'll be hurt. As for offending, you'll be offended. People by all means step on your toe. Yes. According to Bishop Saki, whom I respect much, he said that if you don't want anybody to step on your toe in church, when you are coming, don't bring your toe. Say, <laughs> so leave your toe home. But if you bring your toe, you somebody will step on it. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. Extra oil. Extra. Do you have extra oil? I'm talking about the extra oil. Which comes by. The, the, the studying the word patience and grace because you see your problem is not unique they all slept they all slumbered we all go through the same temptation you are not the only person to be tempted you are not the only person to be tempted in the winter you are not the only person feeling cold all single women are feeling cold in their bed in the winter Do you have the extra oil? The extra oil to stay cold in the winter. Get some extra blanket. You don't need a man. Survive with a blanket. Don't say that, Rev. I'm feeling too cold. I need a man. No. You're not the only person feeling cold in your room. Your next door is feeling cold. Get some extra blanket. If you, uh, are you hearing me? I said, are you hearing me? You're not the only person being present in school by your peers. You have the extra oil. 
they all slept. I said they all slept. I said they all slept. I said they all slept. Hallelujah. Yeah. Extra oil. They all slept and slept. You are not unique. Please. Even in the church, you will be offended. Do you have the extra oil to forgive? Hallelujah. Is there anybody here who has not been offended by in this church before? So all of you are saying you have been offended in this church. Uh-huh. You are the one who caused the homeboy to offend. That's what it is. Hallelujah. I'm going to pray for you. May God give you the grace for the extra oil. The extra oil. The grace for the extra oil. To continue the journey. Let me tell you, Christianity is a long journey. It's a long journey. You need the extra oil. Because we all encounter the same problems. Hallelujah. Amen. I said hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. The power to keep. Why the bride don't sleep? They, they all sleep. Next verse. We explain the Bible. And at midnight, there was a cry made. Behold, the bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. The bridegroom cometh. Go ye out to meet him. Hallelujah. Amen. Then all those virgins arose. They all arose because they were all in the same problem. So they all woke up and trimmed their lamps. Hallelujah. And the foolish said unto the wicked, Give us of your oil for our lamp. No. And the foolish said unto the wise, Give us of your oil, for our lamps are what? Our lamps are what? And the wicked answer saying, I say, and the wicked answer saying, the who? But look, Charlie, let's be, are you friends? Are you friends? We all have been invited. We all got an invitation. Actually, let me use this too. We are friends. We all got an invitation. We all plan. We all have gone to do our hair. We've all gone to buy the dress. We've all done the makeup. We're going for the party. And, 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 and we are roommates. We all got an invitation. We are all roommates. Then we go. Then we all had, uh, we, took, uh, we all took our lamps. And we all got invited. And then when we go there, maybe I didn't have an extra oil. So my lamp ran out. And you are my best friend. And I ask you, please, why don't you give me a little oil? Michelle, why don't you, please, why don't you give me a little oil? What do you expect her to say? Your friends, a little oil, please. You see, have you seen that over here? You see, have you seen that in, uh, over here? It looks like the nose sounds wicked. Do you understand? Because you're friends. You're all invited. Hallelujah. So saying no looks wicked. Listen to me carefully. Saying no looks wicked. Saying no looks wicked. Because we're all invited. I mean, can't imagine you all went to the party. And you are saying no to me. Saying no. How many will say that? How many, how many think that they were wicked? 
But this is, this is the word of God. This is the word of God. Sometimes it is wisdom to say no. It didn't say the wicked. It said the wise. It didn't say the wicked. It said the wise. Sometimes saying no to somebody is wisdom. Hallelujah. The church is quiet. It's not everybody who asks you for help that you should give. Sometimes it is good to say no. It is not wickedness. It's wisdom. I say saying no sometimes is wisdom. Because by saying, you see, let, let me give you the revelation. If they had made a mistake of trying to be nice and generous and giving the people their oil, which was probably for just for, to last them for four hours, and they shared the oil, which will now they, it will only last for two hours. By the time they realize, they are both going to lose their lamp. By the time the bridegroom will come, both the ones who gave and one, they will lose it. Sometimes by, by trying to help other people, you are partaking in their foolishness. Is somebody hearing me? Yes. I said sometimes if you are trying to be I'm a kind person, you are partaking in their foolishness. Yeah. We all grew up in the same house. We all had the same opportunity. You did not go to school. I went to school. And we all, the same mother, the same father, you wasted your life. Now what did they after you? No. Pay your children's cookies. When I have my own children, sometimes the answer is no. They say, go buy for yourself. Go buy. Say, not so let them but, but go in rather to them that say and buy for yourself buy for yourself sometimes it's good to tell people look I will not help you do it for yourself enough of the help and that does not make you wicked it makes you wise because in your attempt to help somebody you may collapse yourself and collapse him too have you been on the plane before? I hope you have been on a plane before. You came here by a plane. Good. <laughs> you didn't come by walking. When you, got, when you get on the airplane, when you get on the plane, and they are giving the safety instructions about the, the flight, they say that, look, a mask will drop. And then when the mask drops, you put it on yourself. But they say something that, they say something that most of us don't listen. They say something that, please, they say that most of us don't pay attention to. They say that if you have a child or an infant, put the mask on yourself first. Before you try to help the child. And the wisdom is that because if you don't put your mask on yourself first and you try to help the child, you will feel dizzy. You can't help the child. Both will die. So common sense says stabilize yourself first before you try to help somebody. The wife said no. It's not everybody's bill that you should pay. Wow. Go there, go there, go there. Go buy for yourself. Go buy for yourself. Do it yourself. You had a you had you had an invitation. We were all invited. You wasted your time. And the one is not being the, you call the person wicked. No, he's not being wicked, he's being wise. And the wise said no. I said, and the wise said no. And the wise said no. Not the wicked. Not the wicked. I'm not saying don't help people, you don't get my preaching wrong. That's not what I'm saying. It is good to help. But what I'm saying is that apply wisdom. Stabilize yourself. Hallelujah. I mean, Bishop, I was telling a story. Two, two people were working in a place. One, two ladies were working in an office in the ministries. Then one lady said, I quit. 
And her reason for quitting was that, look, I can't tolerate the nonsense in this office. They talk too much nonsense. I'm tired. I quit. Can't work in this place. And she left the job. Because she can't take the nonsense. And her friend stayed in the job. Then three months later, she comes to her friend and says, look, I need money for my rent. Do you understand what I'm saying? She can't act it. Then her friend said that, I should chew the nonsense and give you the money. You cannot stay, but I should stay. Sometimes people don't want to do what they're supposed to do. And they want you to bail them out. It's not help people, but sometimes you have to know say to say no. Because it's not, not every billionaire that is wisdom. And the wise, not the wicked. And the wise said what? I said, and the wise said what? It's good. Sometimes you have to tell people, go get a J-O-B. Just get up. Go get what? A J-O-B. I'm tired of giving you hand me out. Go get what? A J-O-B. You don't want to go for a job. You want to go so I can finance you. Hallelujah. The wife said no. The church is quiet. I hope you are getting the message. Wisdom. Wisdom. Hallelujah. Amen. And the wife said no. Amen. Amen. Go get for yourself. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. The wife said no. Let them know enough. You see, be careful not to partake in other people's stupidity. Be careful. Hallelujah. Amen. God. May God give you that wisdom. Amen. I'm preaching a very good May God give you that wisdom. Because that's what will keep you. But I said, let me know for yourself and buy for yourself. Next verse. Next verse, quickly. And while they went out to buy, the, the, and while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and they that were ready went in with him to the marriage, and the door was shut. And the door was what? Shut. And the door was what? Shut. And the door was shut. Let me tell you something. My, my, I, I, this is a great invitation. He said the kingdom of heaven is like. Let me tell you something. You don't know when the door will be shut. So why are you here? Me preaching. Why are you here salvation? Why do you have opportunity? Take advantage. And the door was shut. And I can tell you something. Also, anything that is important is time related. You didn't hear me. I said, do you hear me? Yes. Anything that is important is always time-related. Anything that's not time-related is not important. Yeah. Why is this important? There's a time limit to it. If you say that there's no time limit, it's not important. Anything that is important in life is time-related. That is why you must go to school at a particular time. Because it's time-related. You must marry at a particular time. It's time related. You must be dead free at a particular time. And you must be saved at a particular time because if you don't get saved at that time, you will not be saved again. That's right. I must work while it is there. For the night cometh when no man can work. Anything important in life, my brother, is time related. It is not endless. So if you think that time is on your own, you, 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 you can do it whatever time. You are joking. A time will come, the door will close. You will want to do it, but you can't do it.
So I must work while it is day. For the night cometh when no man can work. I'm preaching to you under the Holy Spirit unction. New York Church, the, the clock is ticking. Some things you have to get it done. It will not be there forever. It is time related. Don't, don't, you see, I don't take pride in you coming to a reverend, you are right. No, no, you see, I, I, I don't want to be proven right. It does not benefit me. I want you to do the right thing. Don't come and say, I was right. I was right, but you have, you have lost. How does it benefit me? My prophecy to you that it's time related. I must work while it is there. It's time to do what you are, what you are supposed to do because it will not be there forever. The door was shut. Hallelujah. Amen. Anything important in life. Anything. Anything. Yeah. Look, if, you, if there's no time on it, it's not important. Mm. Yeah. But once there is important, they'll put time on it. Yeah. Once it is important, they'll put time on it. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's why even employment, even a job, there's a time limit. They can say that if you're above 55, don't apply. Some jobs, they, some jobs, they will, yes, they will not allow you to apply at a certain age. Hey. Or even if you apply, the woman, even, even they don't tell you, they don't mind you. Because in the back of their mind, you are at the back of the pool. Oh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, that's why. Yeah, because they have younger applicants. Time related. Hallelujah. Amen. The door was shut. It's not there forever. Salvation is not forever. I'm talking about salvation. Don't hear me and say, I'll come back tomorrow. It's time related. You may not hear it again. Hey. Hey. Thank you, Reverend. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh, I'll think about it next time. No, you may not. Hallelujah. Amen. Time related. Amen. And the door was shut. Huh. Afterward, afterward came also the other virgins. Saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. They came. Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Very, very, I say unto you, I know you not. Wherefore, watch therefore, for you don't know the hour. He said, Now, everybody, let's do this analysis. I'm closing. So, here, we are going to. We are going to the, uh, the party. I carry my oil, my lamp with extra oil. You carry your lamp without extra oil. We all take Uber from Edmonton because the function was in Edison. We all get to Edison. The right, uh, the what's the hotel in Edison? Huh? Hilton. We all get to the Hilton in Edison. We all check into our rooms. We are sitting there waiting for the wedding. And we are all relaxing in our bed, watching TV. We took Uber from Edmonton to how much is Uber to, Uber to Edmonton? To Edison. How much will it cost? About $25. So you pay 25 I pay 25 But I have an extra oil. So we go. And then, as, as we are sitting down, the wedding doesn't start on time. We all delay. It's an African wedding. Thank you. <laughs> so, 
Hallelujah. Then suddenly when they come, my lamp is not working. So, I ask you, say you will not give it to me. I should go and buy my own. So, look at it carefully. Analyze it carefully. Now I have to take Uber again. Another 25. Because I was in a hurry. Come there. Whatever the oil was, maybe when we were going, we could negotiate because we had time. Now the guy says the oil is 50 But because I'm in a hurry and I'm stressed, I pay $50 a gallon. So I've taken Uber $25. I've come to buy the, the $50, the $75. I've taken another Uber $55, uh, $25. So what? $100. And after spending extra $100 that you did not spend, I still didn't make it. I'm showing sure a revelation. You see, after spending extra hundred, I still didn't make it. Somebody paid twenty-five and made it. I paid. What I'm trying to say is that you see, what I'm trying to tell you this afternoon is that some mistakes are irreversible. So believe God to get it right the first time. So mistakes are very, very costly. So pray to God that you get it right at the first time because they did more work. They did more effort but still didn't make it. I pray for somebody. I pray for you. Look, some mistakes are costly. Some mistakes are costly. You may do all the run around but it's still too late. So if you are taking time, done your homework, and analyze and go the right the first time, it will have saved you. Right. Hallelujah. Amen. Even though he's the God of a second chance, some mistakes are costly. This parable, this parable tells us that some mistakes are costly. Some things are too dear. They are too precious. You don't joke with it. Think about it carefully. Plan it carefully for the first time so you don't make a mistake because it won't be easy to correct it. Cost you. It cost you. I once told a lady in our church, I said, listen, when these children were young, and I was telling them, instruct them, don't let them play too much video game. Bring them to you. You did not listen. Now that they are going to teenagers and they are rebellious, you are bringing them to me. They are spoiled already. It's too costly. You have corrected while they was young. The children are too precious. So be aggressive on them while they are young. If they go wayward, it will be too difficult. You will not be able to bring them back. You may do now, now. Now you are doing extra. You are bringing them to the pastor. You are taking them. To the, you are fasting. You are doing, but still they will change because when they, when you had the time to think and plan and correct. Yeah. They they did more. They. Energy and cause they put in more, but they still didn't make it. So, so, so my brother or my sister, some things are so precious, it is worth fasting and praying to get it right. Amen. Some marriages are too costly. Amen. I, I'm preaching. Yes. I said some marriages are too costly. Amen. The marriage is too costly. So take your time, fast and pray and think about it because if you go in, it's not easy to come out and it's too costly. So why should you have time? Pray about it. Yes. Fast about it. Yes. Seek counsel.
counsel. They are men of God. Pastors here, come and talk to us. Seek counsel. Because when you enter, you feel that you have entered the dragon's nest. It's not easy to come out. Enter the dragon. I said, so many of are entered the dragon. It's not a joke. You have actually entered the dragon. Yeah. You are finished. So take your time. Look, he's a God of second chance, but some exists are costly. Hallelujah. Yeah. Take your time and prepare for that exam. Take your time. Because you may sometimes it may cost once you miss it, it may be too costly to get back. Hallelujah. Some decisions are critical, my dear brother. You are relocating, pray about it. I speak to somebody here. You are relocating, pray about it. Because some mistakes are too costly. You will go in front of it didn't work, but what it will cost you to come back. You may even lose your former status. So pray about it. So pray about it. Church, they did extra. Pastor did not make it. Hallelujah. Some courses are too costly. Nobody here should go to college and choose a course without talking to any of us, one of us. Because you can go and waste four years in college. You, I tell you, you can't waste four years in college. Easily. You waste all the four years. By the time you realize it's too costly. To cost you extra money, extra, and you still will not get the same status. So before you think that I won't tell anybody, I, I've been to school, I've graduated, I'm a doctor, I know more than you. You hide your college with me. I won't tell Reverend my transcript. You sit there. It's too costly. We may try to correct you, but the damage is too much. I'm preaching to you. I feel a strong anointing to pray for you. I'm going to pray for you. God will deliver you. will get it one touch. I said that somebody here, you are, you are going to take an important, you get, you get one touch. I said you will get it right the first time. You cannot afford to make a mistake. Hallelujah. Yeah. It costs them too much. But they still did not make it. I say it cost them. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit help us. I say Holy Spirit help us. I say Holy Spirit help us. Deliver us from costly mistakes. Hallelujah. Have you been on a temple before that you missed a certain exit? To you before? <laughs> my, the way you are laughing, I know it has happened to you before. Hey! You go on. You see? And, and let me tell you, if it is, if what you are going to do is time related, because of one small exit that you missed, you lose what you are going to do, whatever benefit, you lose it and everything. So if you are taking your time to get the directions right the first time, I 
I feel a strong anointing here. God is going to help you. I said the word of God is creative. God is going to help you. God is going to help you. Stand up to your feet and let's pray. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I need a singer here to help me. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. This is a prophetic encounter. You are encountering a prophet. You are encountering a prophet. Just in case you don't know. The creative power of God is here. Everybody pray for yourself. I'm going to pray for you. Kalima soka tanda liya baba nime jende riya baba. Ikanda liya mama 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 mama. Oh, ikanda liya baba. You are here this afternoon. Listen to me carefully. You are here this afternoon. You have an important decision. Something crucial. A decision to take. Come, let me pray for you. You will get it the first time. You cannot afford to make a mistake. Please come. You cannot afford to make a mistake. If you are like that, come. I'll pray for you. You cannot afford. You cannot afford. No, 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 no. You cannot afford to make a mistake with this one. No, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. You can't. No. It's so crucial. It's so crucial. It's so crucial. This one, you want to get it right the first time. There's no room for errors. It's too much. Time is not, time is not on your side. Shepherd of my soul. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Of my soul. Thank you. I give you full control. You cannot, you cannot make a mistake. Wherever you may lead. Time is now on your side. I will fall. One touch, you want to get it right. You want to get it right. You want to get it right. And I have made a choice. Thank you, Lord. To listen for your voice. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Wherever you may lead. Pray. I will go. God is going to help you. Shepherd of my soul. He's got, even though he's a God of a second chance. He's a God of a second chance. Wherever you need to get it right. No room for remedial. No room for error. No, you are getting it right. I have made a choice to listen for your voice. Wherever you may lead, I will go. I just have to ask you, that's all. It's a short prayer. Oh, you get it right. One touch. One touch. One touch. One touch. One touch. One God will guide you. Oh, you, can you can go back. You can go back. You can go back. It's a touch. Of my God. Soul God will have you. By my One side. Shall be. Just a touch 
my God. You are hiding. Where to go? What to do? My God. My God. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Be the shepherd of your soul. Oh, by it will not be a mistake. It will not be a mistake. It will not be a mistake. You get it the first time in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Thank you. It will not be a mistake. It shall not be a mistake. Receive the anointing for direction. Thank you. Receive it. Receive a touch. To guide, you, to guide you, to guide you, to guide you, to guide you, my God. Makandariya mama sonoriya mama sonoriya Sing it, shepherd of my soul. Full control. To lead and guide. The right decision. The right decision. Maybe you will be amazed. But you have to know. The spirit will lead you. The spirit will lead you. The spirit will lead you. Lead you. The will guide you. The Christ will be with you. Thank you. Lord bless you. May he guide you. May he lead you in the right path. No more mistakes. No more errors. No more going in circles. May God lead you by the streets. By planted rivers. Thank you Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. 
No more circles. No more going around. No more going around. The hour has come. May he lead you. May he guide you. No. No more regrettable mistakes. In the name of Jesus. Thank you. The shepherd of my soul. Keep praying. By my side. No, 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 no movement. I'm praying. The I'm going to pray for another group. I'm going to pray for another group. You see, I'm going to pray for extra oil. Extra oil. And I'm going to pray for extra oil. You see, you are here. You were once a vibrant Christian. You were zealous for the Lord. But now you are tired. You feel weary. The journey is becoming too difficult. You sometimes feel like giving up. I'm going to anoint you with extra oil. Things will be easy again. You can do the Christian work. Your zeal will come back again. Your fire will come back again. Your revival will come back again. You will not fall by the wayside. You want me to pray for you? Come. You are weary. You are tired. Especially with your Christian work. You struggle with Christianity now. You need extra oil. Sometimes you feel like giving up. This, this work of faith. You are tired. You are tired. You are tired. You are tired. But you need extra oil. By the extra oil, you make the journey. That say the spirit. That say the spirit. You will make the journey by the extra oil. Extra oil for the journey. Thank you. Lord, anoint with fresh oil. Lord, anoint with fresh oil. Anoint, you know fresh oil? Yes. No, that one. I need fresh oil. I need fresh oil. I need fresh oil. I need fresh oil. Fresh, yes. I need fresh oil. Your presence. Oh, yes, fresh oil. Go ahead. You know it? Mama, yes, get on the mic. I need a spirit, I need a presence here. Make me more and more like Jesus Christ. Yes. I need to know your presence. I need to feel your power. Fill me now. Hey God! With more of you. I need to know your glory. You need to know, you need to feel your presence. I want to know your will. So, won't you please come and fill this place? Fresh oil, 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 f
oil, fresh oil, fresh oil, fresh
fresh oil in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shower down your rain upon me. Sing it for me. Make me more and more like Jesus Christ. You will make the journey. I prayed for getting it right the first time. I prayed for fresh oil. My final prayer with every eye closed. For today, please, no movement with every eye closed. You see, you've had a good sermon. But let's tell you, every good thing is time-related. Anything important is time-related. So if you are here and you are not born again, this is the most important prayer. Get it right the first time. Get your walk with God right. Get this Christian see, get this Christianity thing right. You cannot play no more, no more game. Get it right. Because time is not on your side. You cannot keep on postponing it. Please, no movement. With every eye closed and every head bowed. You are here, you want to give your life to Jesus. This is the great invitation. That's why we made all these t-shirts. The great invitation. So if you are not a born again Christian, by born again, you are not sure whether you go to heaven or hell when you die, please lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. There is room at the cross. This is the most important prayer for the day. There is room I'm waiting for you. The cross Don't joke. For you. Like I said, anything important is time related. There is room Don't say, oh, I've heard it before. I'll do it another time. Please lift up your hand. I see your hand, brother. I see your hand also. God bless you. There is room God bless you. I see your hand. God bless you. There is room. God bless you. I see your hand. It's time related. Anybody else? It's time related. Don't say that tomorrow. This is why we, have, we did all this. The great invitation. Thank you, Holy Spirit. There is room at the cross for you. Don't say tomorrow. Don't say next week. Don't say I've heard it before. Lift up your hand and I'll pray for you. You lift up your hand. If you lift up your hand, come forward and I'll pray for you. Don't say tomorrow. There is room. There is room. Don't say tomorrow. Today is the day. Today is the day. Say this after me. Heavenly Father, this afternoon, I give my life to Jesus Christ. I want to be a child of God. I'll be a child of God. Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for saving me. I am a child of God. I'm a child of God. I'm not a child of the devil. I'm not a child of the devil. I'm a child of God. I'm a child of God. Thank you. Thank you. For salvation. Thank you for salvation. Amen. Amen. What's your name? Michael. 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 Father, thank you for Michael. You said anybody who comes to you, you will know why it's cast away. Thank you that this day salvation has reached Michael. Satan has no power over him. Satan has no power over him. Jesus is his master. Amen. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you, Michael. Hallelujah. Please be seated.
hope you've been blessed. Feel free to join any of our services. Contact us at qfcannouncements at gmail.com. That's qfcannouncements at gmail.com.